0: You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.
1: Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1131. Wow. I feel yeah, I feel like we have a good one planned for you. Connected Women of Influence is paving the way for women to build a strong professional community that fosters growth, support, and collaboration. The organization believes by converging together, women can help support one another professionally, leading to better advocacy on behalf of each other. And I have the founder, the driving influence behind <laughs> Connected Women of Influence, Michelle Burkquist on the show. Michelle, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Whee! Show.
2: Thank you, Rick. Thank you. Thank you.
1: So before we talk about that and Sue Talks, yes. let's talk about you.
2: Okay. Oh, wow. Let's just stop the presses on right. that, shall we? Yeah. Talk about me. What right. do you want to know about well, me?
1: Uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your path or what you're doing today. Like, help yeah. set the context. For notes
2: my- version. Let's do that. Now, I'm... I'm originally as a commercial banker was my corporate background so I lent money said no a lot to small businesses um, went through five mergers but I have been an entrepreneur since the early 90s in that other recession only certain ones of us know that other recession and you know to me it's like the entrepreneurial bug is bit so I had a corporate gift business for nine years built it sold it started this incredible association at the worst year ever in starting a business which was 2008 oh baby yep we're, start, we're celebrating our 10-year anniversary right now, and what a ride. That's right. all I got to say.
1: So what made you focus in this area, the Connected Women of Influence? What, what was it back 10 years ago? That...
2: Yeah. You know, I, I remember. It's like, you know, I wrote a book in 2008, which was another interesting thing. I was traveling the country, you know, speaking at women's groups and chambers and associations, and what drove me crazy was that I was craving just this conversation and interaction with other women leaders who were, you know, not to network. I mean, networking is such an overused word, but craving conversation with other women to say, you know, how do you do that? How could we learn from each other? It's like, just Not to sit there at a keynote and eat a rubber chicken and hear the latest keynote tell you the five things you already knew, but rich conversations with other women and how they advance and lead. And to me, I looked, there wasn't that. And a couple of colleagues of mine said, well, Michelle, what are you going to do about that? I was like, wow, gauntlet. I have to, Uh. I've been challenged. So there were four of us that actually formed Connected Women of Influence back in July in 2008.
1: Okay. And what service area were you... where did you set your first group up?
2: Yeah, so um, I'm based in San Diego, so that was our that was our okay. hub, that was our headquarters. We had 17 charter members at the University of San Diego serving lunch, drinking champagne, and saying, with a leap of faith, here were these 17 women that say, if you say so, Michelle, we're going to be a part of this, and, okay. it, and that's when we started, and okay. since then, we've grown to Orange County, and we just launched Los Angeles in January, so we're going national, baby. All right, well, <laughs> let's, let's
1: talk about that. Um, so what is the uniqueness about the Connected Women of Influence?
2: You know, for us, you know, we never, I guess I don't ever want to say it's like what we're what we who we don't offer as a as a potential member to CWI. But what we said was we wanted to take a clear lane that we were looking for women who lead in some capacity in business. So okay. ours are women who lead people <clears throat> or they lead projects or teams or a company. And if you meet that criteria, you know, including men, believe it or not. So we're not only women oh, okay. only. We we love to engage men. You know, we love to support men as well. We had our first ever award for a man who supports women's advancement this year at our award show but anyway women who can be members are are leaders in what they do and they want to you know be committed to advancing support other women and help the next one in line is what we really look for for members
1: so michelle burquist you're talking about having this real conversation yeah not a networking event
2: correct and i think networking
1: for service i think that's important to be out get Absolutely. your brand meet be visible. people yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, you of course gotta, you got to do that of course um But that's not where you go to solve problems or get connected
2: exactly and i think what we found is there's a blend you know what i find with women women want to converse you know they want to share information with each other a a key phrase we like to say is that we share we don't tell (laughs) right we're not about coaching you know we're not about you know speakers who tell you the five things that you know you 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 know or should know we're just about those conversations that say here's who i am let me get to know you and what can we do to support one another professionally that's the key how does that
1: happen like, well, take me inside the Yeah, room. you know,
2: a couple of things. I mean, we definitely do events. We have tons of events. We're not at a lack of events. But over the years, our members are craving maybe more inner circle type conversation. So we have any sort of meetings or events, both using online and, you know, mm-hmm. actually in-person, face-to-face, as a way to be able to bring our mother- members together with a topic. Um, we don't have a speaker. What we do is we have a topic of conversation and let women dish at tables about their Opinion on the matter, and trust me, they will tell you what they think. Um, You know, then as you kind of grow an organization, you know, I find that women even want more of those kind of small group conversations where they're more confidential, more like I, I, I guess I don't use the word mastermind, but they are a safe place where women can kind of share some of the issues or challenges or things that are impeding them from getting to whatever level they want to the next tier of leading people, teams, or projects. And then at the same time, you know, you got to throw in an awards event at some point because you got to recognize these women. Idea. Yeah, right. it's been good. I'm, I'm working to get them like the business journal. But we get about 300, 400 wow. attendees, and we have 12 different very specific topics. And then our lovely event that we came up with about two and a half years ago, um, that's, that's our Sue Talks, and those are very special.
1: And we're going to talk about that yeah. in a minute, but yeah. not just quite yet. So the how long have you been doing the awards?
2: We started those in 2015.
1: Okay. And how did you decide that was the right thing to do?
2: Well, you know, I I personally wanted to do an awards program that recognized women in business and industry and make it, you know, about achievement and about, you know, nominations by others, right? Not in so much self-nominations, even though we do accept those. But, you know, being recognized as a woman by somebody else, whether it's a woman or a colleague or someone in your organization, right. is special. And so for us, I wanted to do it. But 2008 was there, then 2009, nobody was spending money on fluff, so it was just never the right time okay and then all of a sudden we said you know we've got about 300 members let's let's try this puppy and after san diego came Orange county and we're hoping for la in the next year and a half
1: do you look at the inland empire is that a-
2: that's that's 2019 oh,
1: okay absolutely. so you have a growth strategy here, absolutely and then, then we're going to take the nation world
2: domination dude yeah, okay. world, world, world domination
1: right. let's, let's uh start with california <laughs>
2: It's a good place to be, right, it's a good, place so to we're be. going
1: to take our first and only stop here on critical mass radio show and podcast with Michelle Burquist. When we come back, you mentioned the topic, and I'd like to learn more about sue talks
2: two little words, yes so we
1: can do that, yes, I All would right. love that. don't Thank you <laughs> go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen, Michelle, and I will be back after this word
2: from me.
0: Selling author Richard Franzi's written what Marshall Goldsmith has called an incredibly poignant foray into the realm of unintended consequences of executives' decisions. In Killing Cats Leads to Rats Mitigating the Unintended Consequences of Business Decisions, Richard Franzi takes a close look at the impact of unintended consequences on business performance and employee engagement. Through the retelling of the experiences of executives at Pepsi, Wells Fargo, Kodak, Volkswagen, and many others, Richard paints a compelling real-world account for how executives leading firms of all sizes must do a better job of anticipating and controlling the outcomes of their strategic business decisions. Killing Cats leads to rats is available through major bookstores in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook formats. To learn more, visit www.richardfranzy.com
1: And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. All of our shows can be heard anytime on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, hundreds of former guests, websites, <laughs> and CEOs have appeared on our program. You know, Since we started this thing in 2009, our show has reached hundreds of thousands of listeners through our live stream on octalkradio.net, our podcast, and our other platforms like YouTube with the video that we're streaming right now. Simply type Critical Mass Radio Show into your favorite podcasting platform, and you'll start receiving, like magic, our weekly shows with great guests like Michelle Berquist, who's not only the founder of Connected Women of Influence, but also <laughs> involved with Sue Talks, Successful, Unstoppable, Empowering Women Talks, that inspired change. Wow. Yeah, right? Drop the mic. I'm hey, baby. Yeah. This is all like, you. That's how it works. So,
2: oh, no, not all me. What takes, is it? it takes a village. Okay. I have four partners to Sue Talks.
1: Okay. Yeah. So what is it?
2: Well, you know, we, again, we do a lot of events. And, you know, as you kind of hit the year after year, you've got to keep Keep things fresh. Right. So we were ideating with a group of us and saying, "Let's try something different. We need a different type of event. What can we do besides what we're doing?" And you know, one of our co-founders, my partner, Deanna Potter, um, we were on the phone and she said, "You know, let's let's do our own version of talks." And I was like, "Oh." Oh, I mean, you know, you think about it, you noodle it, then you talk about it, then you obsess about it, and, you know, a year and a half later, we did our first Sue Talks at the intro of our Women Lead Conference down in Carlsbad, and we had 75 people, eight presenters, and it was one of those magical nights that you go, we've got something really special here, and okay. we've grown since then. We do a Sue Talk in a metropolitan area once a year, so that's it, six presenters on stage it used to be all women this year we had our first man suit talk presenter and he was a retired admiral from the Navy so it was pretty special right um, and at the, and we look for women who are maybe not necessarily professional speakers we want a real blend of women in different professions and different roles and doing different things but what definitely are they, what are
1: they talking about
2: always about advancing in business so some of our t- themes have been it's my um, it's it's my decision other ones have been in my opinion Opinion. Um, I think so. You
1: an, set a show theme. We do, and then people come in with a content.
2: Correct. And our talks are only twelve minutes, okay, so we keep them ask. really tight. There is no PowerPoint. There's no props. There's none of that. It's you and a sign on a stage, with passion, purpose, and storytelling to give us your opinion. Uh-huh. And they're all on YouTube, by the way. But yeah, yeah, they're so, online, of course.
1: Uh huh. And, and so you have some of these planned at any time in the future? We, we
2: do, as a matter of fact. So okay. we are launching Los Angeles in September, on the 20th of September. Where? We're in L.A.? Uh, Culver City. Okay. So we will be there. We just have put our, you know, announcement out with our six presenters, so they are ready to roll. And you would think I would know what the answer is. I believe the theme this for this one is, it's my decision. So we have some pretty exciting suit Talk presenters that are going through the whole coaching and, you know, learning their, you know, how to give a suit Talk. It's a little different than giving a normal presentation right. we want women to be passionate and bold and brief um, and put it in the eye perspective we want to hear your story what do you think what do you want to rant about in a great way uh-huh. but all about what business and industry
1: okay do you have any plan for orange county
2: orange county is december 6th this will be our third year in orange county okay. so we've been in orange county um and it's it's Like I said, it's been well-received. Women want to be able to give their opinions on stage. Women love to give their opinions. And at the same time, we have a whole process so that we make sure that, you know, the women that are standing on stage are giving us a little sense of who they are and what they're all about. So authentic. authentic is a big one and at the same time we need to make sure that the attendees have something they can walk away with and the whole goal is to inspire some sort of change mindset behavior you know maybe like help the next one in line or help the next generation something like that where it inspires change is our goal
1: so you've been doing this for 10 years
2: i'm tired i'm so tired oh
1: you don't seem tired at all (laughs) what has changed
2: you know the fear factor let's put this you know when you start a group, people have an impression of who you are and what you do, right? I think what's changed over the years is we, what we started, when we started CWI, is not what we are now i mean when we started we thought let's put a group of women together have these fabulous conversations then it was like well you know we really need to be more purposeful it's like what do we really stand for Mm -hmm. and i'm sure you know this book um in 2014 we were kind of losing our mojo a little bit you know we were trying to figure how can we stay relevant you know we're not a networking group and i had a colleague of mine who sent me secretly the book start with why it totally changed my mindset. Really? Oh my, It was so powerful. Wow. I read the book. I was like, this is crazy. This is amazing. And we started with our why. What is our why, right? And all we want to do is be resources and be advocates on behalf of each other. And if we converge together and we have those conversations, it's a pretty powerful thing to move the momentum forward for women and mm-hmm. at the same time not be a group that bashes men there are groups like that you know there are there are and oh, i hate them rats. and then there's women's groups that do other things but i think for us we wanted to not only engage men but uh-huh. we also wanted to make it that look it's like we all have bumps we all have issues we all have things going on but you know together we're better and with one person's support of another one it, it literally can change change the world that's our goal and world domination as well
1: okay so my, my why impact on the lives oh. of my clients so you know what? I went through that book and found it to be very Wasn't popular. it right. It's and f-
2: and our wise, we need more women leaders. That's it. I okay. mean, really, we want to see more women lead the way. That's it. Whether it's business, whether it's behavior, whether it's like themself, it's like it doesn't have to be about managing, right. you know, a corner office and, you know, Fortune 500 firm.
1: So how has the influx of millennials into the workforce impacted your organization?
2: This one's a huge one. I mean, and I will say just kind of very authentically, one of my, you know, what keeps you up at night kind of thing is that I'm, you know, I'm seasoned, so I have been around the block for a few years in business, and one of the things you learn when you're, you know, in business is you get to know other people and build relationships, hence network, build relationships. Right. I think the new generation here of millennials, it's like my fear factor is that these millennials are not as much joiners as my generation or the Gen Xers or even the Gen Y. And so that's what we're finding is how to be relevant for millennial women because our members, I call us lovingly the 80s ladies because we have 40s, 50s, and '60s somethings very seasoned in what they do but our membership is also looking for ways to give back now to young girls and helping that next generation in a different way but millennials are definitely something that keep me up at night how can we be relevant for them because we have a lot of expertise a lot of um, longevity of women who have been there and done that and want to give back and so we're looking for different ways to be able to do that we've landed on a couple but, you know, attracting the millennial women is something that's very much a goal of ours.
1: All right. Well, put that out there.
2: <laughs> Thank you. It's out there.
1: It's out there in the universe. Find now.
2: the 20-somethings. We need them.
1: Right. Well, and, and 30-somethings, right? Early 30-somethings. Absolutely. So.
2: We're getting more on those because I think they realize now in their careers that right. relationships really do matter. So right. a little different perspective.
1: Sometimes there's no substitute for a safe place to air your thoughts and get insight and advice.
2: Yeah, and I have to say, what I love—the compliment I love the most—is when somebody comes to one of our meetings and they go, "I had no idea that women wow. could be so nice." I was like, "Where have you been?" I mean, it's just a shock well, but to isn't me. There a women sense, can be petty. Yeah, oh isn't, my gosh! Is
1: there a sense? That and there's a term for can, it. Yeah, yeah. But there, I mean, there, there's a sense sometimes that women are harder on women than men are on women. That's in a the wor- whole in other the subject. At,
2: absolutely, that's a radio show itself. Okay. Why don't more women support other women? Right. You know, we see it in corporate America. You know, why is it that women still don't do that? That is right. one of the number one things
1: but you that have, women don't do. You have, but you have a positive uh, socioeconomic trend going on right now, which is the awakening to the mm-hmm. fact that women are not equal partners in a lot of work environments and have had some pretty nasty environments to have to work in. So, yep. I mean, there is this consciousness now that women need to find their voice.
2: Yeah, and maybe I'm one of the very few here that will say this, but I think it's it's good and, and maybe a little scary. because. No, you can't say that. I can say that. I'm right. a woman. I can say this. Okay, you're but all, I think yeah. it. there is a lot of bashing going on. And to me, women can do a lot of things on our own, right, to move the needle forward for our own success and I totally get it that you know the media and the things that are out there about what's happening in women in business and their careers yet among our conversations with our members it's always what can we do on self leadership sure. actions and behaviors that can do a, that can do a lot of good as well
1: right and you can get a lot of great ideas from people who have the experience of walked that path either before exactly. you or even beside you but in a little different mm-hmm. way right so oh. you're you're connected women of influence how'd you come up with the name
2: you know you know i think we idea i probably had eight pages of of business names that's how you start right Right. like just put them all down and then that was in the time where you go online and you look them up to see if the url is available right but i think you know for us and even our logo means something it's like you know because if we connect together right as women being supportive of one another being advocates then that drives influence and impact Mm. and so connected women of influence makes a lot of sense but Yeah, but it's we almost do, a
1: circular kind of a thing, isn't it, then, yeah, right? links. think right. we're linked together yes. is the goal, yes. Yeah. And so, we're all
2: different and unique in different uh, ways. I like
1: snowflakes. <laughs> Did I interrupt you? You were on a roll I don't there.
2: know. No, this is a radio I, show. I don't mean Let me interrupt it. you. Did I interrupt you?
1: Yes. So, uh, <laughs> final question. Well, next to last final question. <sighs> okay. What's your guiding principle? What's your philosophy for how you're building this organization?
2: Every day in every way, I always say it's like we're never perfect and we're never done. And based on that, we're always looking to change things up, right? We know we can't do everything perfectly. It never happens. At the same time, you know, listen. But I think the idea that even when you've created success with one thing, I'm always looking around the corner to go, "What's, what's next? How can we differentiate ourselves? How can we continue to still be relevant? And a lot of that is, knowing that it's a little different business model because we're an association. So our members have a real um, valuable input into what we do and how we move forward. But to me, if you don't listen to the people that believe in you and took a leap of faith with you, what are we doing?
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Listen to your clients.
2: Uh, They'll lead isn't you. that like basic 101?
1: Sometimes, yeah. And but, sometimes you know, we don't. Not every entrepreneur believes that. So if someone would like Shocking. to either right find out more about Connected Women of Influence or Sue Talks, mm-hmm. where should they go?
2: Um, to your, you know, URLs. SueTalks dot is a great place to start, and for connected women of influence, it's ConnectedWomenOfInfluence dot com. So it's plural. It is all
1: right, and you own that.
2: We do own that. Got a
1: wonderful website. We got a trademark on that. Yeah, baby. With (laughs) a lot of valuable resources on the site.
2: You know, we have. Yeah, absolutely. We have webinars. We have videos. It's like our Women Lead TV series is really kind of kicking up because everything's about video now. Right. We have a very active blog and an event calendar, and we have a new website in development for our ten-year kind of anniversary.
1: It never ends.
2: Never. See, we're never done. That's what I said. Bam.
1: Right. Right. You got to keep improving your service offering to stay relevant. Exactly. Well, thank you for being a friend of the program and here a guest on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. And I'd like to thank our engineer, Paul Roberts, for out him. He always engineers a great show. And our producers, without whom I couldn't do the show, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction.
0: You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi,